I V M. From trying to write his resume to discovering his inner self that actually helped him write, and I am not kidding, a one eighty page resume of himself. Through this resume, he found his story that he was so longing to hear, and in turn found the meaning of his own existence. Well, I know all this sounds very complicated. I'm sure all of us struggle writing even a one-page resume, but it is true. This man has a hundred and eighty-page long resume. Apart from that, he loves running, and he's run several marathons and all kinds of ultra marathons. Uh, but more than all of this, one thing about my guest today, which is uh, none other than. Uh, Dash, or what we call him, Trithankar Dash, uh, who is a storyteller, and his job is to know your story and help you discover yourself in your own language. Uh, more interestingly, Dash also has a very, very unique quality that he has the calmness of a sage, uh, knowledge of a monk, but he's as sharp as a sword. So, welcome to the show, Dash. Thank you very much, Vishal. I think I've got the first three pages of my resume now rebuilt. Thanks absolutely, to that. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, we really, really need to build your resume. But I think more interestingly, I know a lot of people know you as this big guy who runs this amazing research company. But I know you something very differently. We first met when you were running frantically in on Marine Drive. Yeah. Tell me, did you run today? Yes, I get up in the morning and in Bombay, and I I, I can't stop uh, from you know smelling the sea in the morning. So at five thirty, I got up. I mean, it's a little addiction that I carry. So I must be honest. All of us carry a little addictions. That my little addiction. So uh, so you ran on the Marine Drive. Yes, it's it's from Pedro to Marine Drive and back. Uh, nice twelve kilometers. So I did a nine kilometer today actually on huh? Marine Drive. Really? I was on Marine Drive itself, but uh, I started late. I was like at six thirty. Okay. Uh, Again, I'm training for the Mumbai Marathon, right? I'm oh, sure, that's I, I presume you're running that. No, 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 I'm not. So, so what? What is the next marathon you're running? I'm doing the two oceans in uh, South Africa. Two it's, oceans in yeah. South Africa. Yeah. What is that? So it's a ultra marathon that you run at the edge of Africa when you move from one ocean to the other. Ooh, at the this curve is so oh, on the Cape of Good Hope. Cape of Good Hope, yeah. Wow. So, so I want to conserve my energies for that. When is that happening? That's in April. Wow. So running is your tonic. You call it your meditation, your ritual. How did you get into running? Accidentally so. It was thanks to one of my friends who said, uh, give some money for a charity. You may not run, but you know, why don't you just put some money in? So I put some money and I said, well, now that I've paid, I must extract the value of that. So it was a 10 kilometer charity run from Priyadarshini Park to somewhere. And... Uh, I said, I told my driver, just hang around there. I know I'm not going to do more than three kilometers. <laughs> so, you know, I just don't want to embarrass myself beyond a point. So I said, you just wait here. Let me just go and give it a shot. But I just wanted to feel what it means to run. And so I ran three, four, five, six. And I was like, man, this is not so bad. It's, it's, it's just a whole different part of my body enjoying itself. And came back, did the 10K and I did it in good time. And I was, the person who was most surprised was myself. So next day morning, I woke up and I says, bought myself the fanciest shoes, and started running. And uh, I started in six months. I ran my first marathon. So from not running at all, 
to doing uh, a 42 to to doing a 42 in 6 months so um it, it's been one of the most fascinating so you have the ability to surprise yourself this was which yourself. year this was which year this was 7 uh, years back oh, so almost 2011 2010 2011 yeah, yeah, 2011. yeah, 2011, wow. yeah. Wow. And you were also part of Striders, right? This yeah, is the same yeah, group yeah, we yeah, used to run together. And actually, it was funny with Striders. I must tell you a story there. Yeah. Uh, so I started running like a maniac. So I used to do about sixty, seventy kilometers a week from the time I started running. So I just realized I could run, and uh, kind of a natural born uh, ability uh, that I carried. So and then I, I thought I started having aches and pains in my body. So I said, now I must go and meet someone who knows what should I be doing as a runner. So I walked into Striders and I met this. Deepak and he said, uh, "So, do you want to uh, run?" I said, "Yeah." So, how long have you been running? I said, "About a month." <laughs> and he said, <laughs> uh, how, "Yeah." So, how much do you run? I said, "About seventy kilometers." He's like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> and so, I was probably the first rider guy who he slowed down. He's like, "No, no, no! You're not going to run seventy. You run twenty." I'm like, "I don't know how to run twenty. I only know." How to. So he had to pull me back and slowly scale up. So it was it was great fun. And your first marathon was in Mumbai. Yes, it was Mumbai. Yeah. But you know, this talk is not about your marathon running. We know you can do that uh, in your in your walk in your sleep. I'm more interested in knowing how did you write a 180 page resume, and what was the first page and the last page about? Right. Well, that's a very 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 personal story. Actually, it starts with uh, uh, the collapse of my ego. I mean that's it's I mean a lot of good journeys start very egoized. Yeah, but you were like you know the cat's whiskers right you scored really well in your uh, in your cat exam yeah, what I was Yeah all of that. The so the cat happened and the the levers happened and the corporate world happened and so you know what they do is they pump you up a bit and uh, all of that I mean so you start thinking you're invincible. And uh, somewhere society kind of fans that fire and you start you start feeling that you know you you can you can do it all and then um i did that and i became an entrepreneur at the age of 32 being an entrepreneur is not bad it's just that um there was an arrogance behind it which was not necessarily the healthiest of things so what happened there was uh, a lot of it is grace uh, faith uh, what they call synchronicity so i was in the petrochemicals business that was a year the crude oil shot up from 40 dollars to 100 dollars yeah and um things tumbled around me all over the place and so in spite of all the strategy you know the bcg matrices and blah 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 everything that i had learned that oh no if i have all this toolkit i'll i'll design businesses things collapsed and collapsed in a way that i had not prepared myself for no but i mean people do fail in business all the time it's not like yeah, it's but, a new thing but you know why did your ego had to collapse yeah because you know there are two failures one is the external failure the inter is the internal failure and they are two completely different things so when you fail in your own faith that's a huge failure entrepreneurs fail which is perfectly fine but that's like a game lost which is very different from what am i doing here and what is the next game i should play i didn't have an answer to that question but but you were in a similar situation i remember even when you finished your college and you didn't get into iim correct so how did you face that well um that was uh, because i you know so i came out of a small little uh, you know small town and didn't have the confidence so roadkela Ro- Ro- right yeah. it was actually a village away from roadkela so wow. roadkela is where i went to study it was 60 kilometers from roadkela my father ran a small hospital of 20 beds and so 
I used to trek. I mean, take a little. So sixty kilometers is where your that was the distance between your school and your home. Yes, yes. I used to travel one and a half hours every day in a bus to school and come back again. So it's through the jungles. So that was the journey that I took. A bunch of us were there in a little township called Birmitrapur, and we used to drive. And how did your dad end up there? Well, he was a, he was a government doctor uh, in Odisha, and uh, he jumped from one place to the other. I mean, that's that's what I mean. So he ran a small healthcare. thing and then i mean he started going to villages where there were no schools so at some point he said listen i have to quit a government job so that you guys can study me my sister and my brother so he quit his job to join a small mining company uh where, because he could create stability for his family and uh and an english medium school for his uh kids so he set up a small little hospital for that mining company at 20 bedded hospital so he lived there for 30 years he ran that hospital And so I I grew up in that small little town and I not even a, town I mean you can't call it a yeah it was a little hamlet okay. of sorts and so I can speak tribal uh, you know Sadri language and so we grew up with all of that uh, fun there so I of course studied a lot but except I had not interacted with the world in a way that you know you guys would have made you know in the big cities so I was low on confidence so while the cat happened I struggled with the ability and to, you were like very good very high score on cat. Yeah, but you know, I failed in the group discussions, as they call it. You know, I didn't have the you know the the way to speak up my way into the colleges then. So the cat scores were good, but when you sit in front of twelve boys and girls from Bombay and Delhi and have a debate or whatever discussion, I would. Yeah, it is the most challenging part. I can't imagine you not having a discussion. <laughs> I mean, you, it's very difficult to catch up with you in a discussion now. Yeah, but you know, that's see, that's the gym that you visit. So when you're challenged. some people jump up and so that's been my biggest acts of heroism all my like oh i can't do it or can i do it and then i would say listen you become the I? best at it you work yeah you grow those muscles and if you push yourself i mean that's been the trick in my life like when when i faced with a challenge i go to the depths of it i don't say i'm going to run away from it so when i failed i'm like i'm going to go to the depths of it saying where do i work from and that's a good question to ask saying what part of me failed and it's it's a good question to ask because did my attitude fail or does my skill fail so but but there are many people who face this problem of not good english yeah. not confidence not everybody is able to then i mean for them this failure becomes the biggest problem of their life and they get into a shell and all of that right so what could they have done differently what you did to come out of this i think uh, you have to start loving yourself firstly you must fall in love with who you are Okay, that's the first love and the last love. I mean, the so idea you have to be extremely selfish, completely selfish, with the S E L of capital. You know, the self as you as you know it, and and you must honor uh, that that idea of the self. And uh, the idea of failure then is like, you know, how do I strengthen myself in some ways? And my relationship with myself has been deep all along as a child, as a thing. So when failure happens, uh, I work hard at. with the self again i'm like i go back to that self it's my monastery of self as i call it that's where i live monastery of self monastery of self i live there okay. i'm the only person in that monastery i have to work with myself i am the wizard and i'm the student there okay i've never visited um religion for answers i've never visited um, you know gurus and people for answers i i always have felt that you have to exercise with yourself and and the But failures you, and are that i time go there. must be like 18 or 19 what was how old yeah so so You know, the so this monastery has been operational since then. All along, so my default mode is go work within. 
go work within because you control that i mean i'm a design guy as a college i mean i don't control the world i control myself so i have to work with my variables that i know the variables that i don't know i can't control yeah, that i can't control so think i mean for you to control those variables you know what the variables are so i feel okay i need to work on communication i need to work on this and worked my way into it so it's it's something that you must tell yourself that you know the me is not an abstract idea it's like a real tangible touchable idea for me and then you ended up in goa I yeah. mean, how was that i mean from odisha you know small village or hamlet yeah. to be in the party capital of india i know i know it was um, i it sort of unlocked the new me in some ways because uh, in odisha i was, I, th- i thought i was a trapped guy i was like yes i mean I, i no one knows me and all of that and suddenly i land up in goa and the world expands and i mean accepted my friends i met friends who've been with friends all along with me and people who understood my abstractions in odisha like you know you what would you talking about the, you know what are you thinking there is no one would i wouldn't resonate but in goa in, in a, uh, apart from the parties and the stuff of course yeah <laughs> that was there but uh, i met you know people who understood my abstractions and everything makes sense in goa somehow everything it just comes together it's it's, it's it's beautiful the beach and you know so you sit and of course there were the parts that you don't want to talk about <laughs> and then you you, you are it liberates you to you know it's the what what the what the people in the 60s did the spirit of that stays the flower movement so so uh, how did you get into goa i mean if all the other iams rejected you what was the turning point in goa accepting you i had no other choice <laughs> so they didn't have a group discussion they didn't have a group discussion <laughs> and the what what the professor did was that you know i'm going to give you all 10 minutes to talk about a topic and that liberated me you know like ah now i can talk if you give me an idea and i could share so the the trick to goa was there was no group discussion ah okay so i managed to enter that space without the so struggle so it would have been a big loss to humanity if goa had a group discussion no no not about that i would have i would have not enjoyed goa parties <laughs> if that had not happened the big loss to me the bangra fish kept me going yeah man the food of goa is so it outstanding it's amazing it's 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 like heaven on earth so so you don't make it to iim Yeah. you go to goa to goa institute of management i don't know how rated or unrated the school is i am not an mba guy you don't have to worry about that uh, but then how did you get your first job i did not i you did not <laughs> i did not get my first job i um, i i liked this idea of concepts and brands and ideas and so i was the guy in college i was probably the only guy in my business school who decided not to apply for jobs because There were finance jobs, there were marketing jobs, and I was very clear the kind of work I wanted to do. Which But was at that age, how can you be so clear, man? Even I am not clear even today in what I want to do at times. You should ask my friends. I have always, I've maintained what's called a diary of me, and even oh. today I would tell you that. You know, I always track, uh, you know, the thing called what's it looking like. So you are doing, you know, self tracking and quantified yeah. self. even before this word it, was ever it was, invented it was part of my limbic system this tracking of me and you know if you if you visited me in my childhood you would see walls full of doodles i was a dyslexic kid but i would sketch everything out saying how is going my day going to look like how is so my month like going planner number 101 right yeah, you I'm planned a, everything i'm an obsessive planner wow and which is why like planning life is the easiest i mean so the rest of well, it the was, only thing i don't plan is i don't plan <laughs> 
the only thing in my plan is that I don't, I don't plan, plan at all. Yeah. I, don't I mean, plan spontaneity at, at the end of planning is different from spontaneity at the beginning of planning. I mean, yeah. so if like order in my life frees me up to do things that I want to do. And I enjoy chaos. I thrive in chaos. Which is if why you is, and I resonate. If things are in order, I have a problem. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, but let's think about, you know, your order. So you have planned everything out, right? So whatever is happening in your life today, I'm sure this must already be in one of your plans. Yeah, so there is a base plan and after that there's magic. So what happens is you create a base plan. So you know, this is where I'm going to operate from. What I call, where's home? Ghar okay. ka hai. So in Goa, you made this base plan. Yeah. So what was the base plan? The base plan was to go out and find a place where I would thrive in. What was called, what is a creative job? And I was looking for a creative job. All the jobs were... and. But you are a planner. Planners and all these people are not creative, yeah, man. You know? They are. You must understand. I you thought know, creative means, you know, someone has no timeline. Come on, idea will come when you know. Creativity, I mean, uh, Vishal, creativity is... Operate. Creativity cannot be planned. So what happens is, once you create a base, which is, you know, if things are taken care of, your mind is free to, you know, it's the mind that travels. Creativity is a mind that travels. Now, once you create... So you a, send your mind to a holiday. Correct. On a holiday by planning the holiday. I plan it all out so that in that space, I create a vacuum for me to think. And then, you know, I'm not thinking about... So I, I think people have a shortcut to do that, right? They take psychedelic drugs, a lot of them. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so isn't that what you are saying totally. in a way? Absolutely. And, you know, the dose of perception is that. I mean, you know, you go through that portal... And you vanish into that world uh, of that, but so, knowing so, very well that. So are you saying else, that if I just start planning heavily, I may get into you will things will fall off because they will become irrelevant. So, I you know what you will do is you plan your way out of things that don't matter to you, and then you stay in the creative space with things that bring you joy. Okay. So I don't plan my fatherhood. Let's say how I'm going to manage my child. I don't think about that, but I create a home where I can flourish as a father. Let's say. So I'm thinking along those lines. Okay. You get security out of your head. Mm-hmm. You take, you know, and the other thing is that you, this idea of awareness, planning is also linked to awareness. And today you will say, you know, why do you wear red? Or why do we carry a character? There must, must be coming from somewhere. And now there is a plan that's been designed and you must come to terms with that plan of yours. Part, plan, your plan's growing, whether you're aware of it or not. It's there. It's operating behind you all the time. So it's like the underlying operating system which is working. Your OS is there. Your, your operating system is okay, already operating. So you, you just need, need to, to anchor yourself in that. Now that's the better way of explaining it. What's your operating system? Now whether it's your attitude, whether it's your personality, whatever that is. From there, you are your most creative Then self. your apps can work if you have the right operating system. Totally, working. totally. And, and your OS needs to be upgraded once yeah. in a while. You're saying, yeah. what next? Now and I get it, yeah. So, how did you get into your first job? You were telling me that. Yeah, so I went hunting for a job in a creative space. Like, okay, I wanted to explore. So, there was this um, ad agency. Uh, uh, they said, okay, we have an apprentice job. Will you come and work as an apprentice? I said, no, that sounds interesting. Because advertising was a cool thing then. And I said, I must go and try that out. So, after, so the B-School trains you to be a CEO. Mm. And then the next thing you do is you're a courier boy. <laughs> and that's how big the fall is usually. So the B-School trained me to this, be the CEO. And the next thing I was doing is I was carrying artworks to clients' offices and running and delivering them and stuff. And taking their signature, ki okay, approve, kiya, to yeah, sign karo. Yeah, karo and, you know, and being slapped by the creative agency and being slapped by the whatever. And so, this was in Bombay? 
this was in calcutta calcutta yeah so i ended up in calcutta and calcutta is the most sleepiest town in the country yeah, and i thought it was a creative town also at that point you know soch wale bande wahan pe rehte hain jab soch gehri ho jaye to bahut problem hoti hai bahut problem hota hai so ye main bahut jaldi pata ho gaya so then i left calcutta for bangalore okay yeah that's like, better yeah calcutta like getting anything done is impossible it is no it's a miracle i mean it's it's uh, calcutta is the act you know thought is act in calcutta soch liya to wo action bhi ho gaya so uske baad karna nahi padta exactly the thought you know the action equals thought so yeah. the calcutters can have a cup of tea and says kaam ho gaya because main soch liya hu yeah so i went to calcutta and i realized uh, i'm not going to go anywhere in calcutta i moved to bangalore uh moved from advertising to marketing and uh, started looking at innovation marketing brand but that is again traditional right i mean all of that yeah so i mean in a way what you did was you followed the traditional path I totally. mean, this is not the non traditional path Correct. advertising and then brand you know Correct. you first work for a client uh, you work for the agency then you work for a client correct so like i said my life as i see my broad life of 44 years the three parts the first part was hitting goa like you said was this what what do i call it the life of the dreamer dream kar raha tha kahan jayega the second life was that of a conqueror i wanted to conquer the way the world has conquered so you know you got intelligence you got brain start you know the corporate world and being an entrepreneur was a peak of that conqueror job Okay, so after your success at uh, Unilever is where you were. Unilever, right? Pepsi, Wipro. Wow, all these companies, and then Correct. you said, "Forget all this. I'm going to start my own company." Yeah, no, I mean, join a bunch of people to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. to start yeah. a company, yeah. Yeah. and that idea completely tanked. That's that's right. So, how did you come to this petrochemical idea? First of all, I mean, how was that connected with everything you were doing? Like I said, the creative self searches for that that you don't understand, or I mean, then you reach out to those. No, I knew the soaps and the shampoos. I did not. <laughs> okay. अच्छा उससे क्या मजा आएगा यार? I mean, साबुन तेल बेच के and I was getting bored of. I wanted deeper challenges. I always search for, you know, what's the next big mountain to conquer. So at that point, the petrochemical was a big enough mountain. You know, I need to understand what all this thing is. You know, one soap sells for ten rupees, a petrochemical deal sells for ten million. I mean, so. That I'm like I wanted to understand what's the big picture view of business, so that's what took me there. Okay, but no, of course it didn't work out. But it was it was a fascinating world of how that you know business is not you know selling of a soap has its own story, selling of a shampoo has its own story, selling of uh, you know barrels, barrels and you know gallons of uh, fuel is, is 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 a different story altogether. But you said that you had planned all of this. So what did you plan and what did you not plan? Planned I'd planned the journey of where I mean so I wanted to climb up faster. I mean I okay. could see the ladder but I didn't know where I was going with that. But but that plan failed honestly. And so when that plan fails and the anxiety is much deeper. No but I mean you know at 32 this was again 19 late ni- early 2000 when was yeah, this? Yeah 2005. 2005 yeah. even at that, that point of time at age of 32 setting up a company was itself a a big deal right it was a it was a really big deal yeah and did you kind of raise money for this or how did you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so this we, was like a completely funded startup completely funded startup you know, we bought out a small little uh, venture where we put money into it we started building it it was it was a offshoot of the madras refinery it was you know a downstream company from there 
No, but but why did you give that up? I mean, as you said, right? I mean, things don't work. You keep fixing it correct, till it correct, works. Correct. That's the approach, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So I'll tell you, the crisis was much deeper. So I had a life crisis, and and that's really the tipping point. It was not the failure of entrepreneurship. It was not the failure of that business. It was failure of my own inner self that triggered this journey into where I am today. But how did that shatter your ego? What was that link? Was that my plan failed? Okay. You see, when you when you think you are in love with your plan and your plan fails. You're like, what? What next? But I mean, in startup world, that's what is what we try and do. We just want to fail, yeah. fail fast, and keep Absolutely. repeating, right? So, so, so that's external failure, right? The internal failure is different. That how could I not crack it? I mean, how do I want to do another startup and fail again? Do I want to do another startup and fail again? So that's a question. But I had a question on the operating system. That what operating system am I using to work on that startup? I mean. Are there other models available for me as a business model concept? I would say, do I do this or do I do something completely different? Okay. In in some ways that I didn't want to make a series of mistakes for but, the sake but of just kind of help me understand this. You are a kid from a tribal area in right. Odisha, yeah, who comes to Goa and then does all this and then is already developing operating systems. Yeah, uh, it was. So how did this operating system idea come from? Were you reading some books yeah, or yeah, yeah. what was the origin of this? So see, that is again, other than running, the other addiction I have is reading. Oh, and uh, I think th- this is where I, you know, they say you can see the distance because you're sitting on the shoulders of giants. And uh, that's where I've been sitting. So which books influenced you the most? Oh, uh, as I grew up, of course, different books. Um, the first book was uh, my grandfather's Gita. Wow. So this is a man who used to sit, um, you know, in the courtyard of my uh, my hometown, uh, little home there, and he used to talk to me about it. And by the way, he he gifted me a Gita, um, which was written by an atheist. Wow! Like Gita is a book of life. You know, don't think of it as a religious. It's supposed idea. to be the best MBA management lesson in Absolutely. the world. Absolutely. Right? I mean, the horses are your senses. Arjuna is your mana, and someone's uh-huh. breaking it all down to saying what do you. So it started with. Something as cryptic as that, and so I think he sort of put in me the gene of uh, learning. Probably it's my granddad who sort of designed the brickwork around my brain. But but tell me again, at thirty-two, you know, you were young enough, but you know, and your ego was shattered. So what did you do? How did you fix that? I couldn't fix it actually. I was in I was in depression. I wish okay. I could fix it. Okay. I was struggling, and uh, I was struggling in a way that what people classify as clinical depression today. Mm. And uh, and and that you must you got married also around the same time. I presume. No no no. I've I've been married nineteen years. Oh wow! So this is like <laughs> this was this was the year my son was coming to meet us. Ooh. Which was you must understand the bigger context of it. Okay. So, uh, my wife said she was pregnant, hmm. and my business was not working, and I had no money in the bank. So Ooh, it was okay. like this perfect storm in my life. So it was and, not and just. And where did you meet your wife? Was that planned in too? Calcutta? Calcutta, okay. Yeah. Calcutta at least got you some results. Yes, the ROI in Calcutta has been high. <laughs> <laughs> and what was she doing in Calcutta? She was a media planner in uh, in the agency that I was working uh, okay. as a as a courier boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I must say you got a big package from there. <laughs> totally. I mean, you know, of course, uh, that continues to hang around in okay. my house. Uh, so, I mean, a lovely gift, and uh, she and I have been loving. Um, you know. Uh, journeying along 19 years. So, how did you overcome your challenge in uh, at 32? Yeah, yeah. So, what happened was, I'm like, and people who know me know how inner I get about finding answers to questions. I mean, deep in my mind, I'm a problem solver. I'm like, I need to 
find the nichod of it and uh, it's that obsessive compulsive behavior in me so like i must find out what's my operating system so there were many different so no actually i sat down to write my resume to saying you know let me see where i can find a decent job because wife said she was pregnant I, and there was a kid coming to house and it was a very natural idea and then i couldn't write my resume because i didn't know what to put there i mean i'm a marketing person am i a engineer am i a you know advertising guy am i an innovator am i a entrepreneur there were so many layers to this personality that i didn't know where it was all anchored in and that disturbed me a lot that's a tipping point it was not any of the other things it's the inability to answer a question of who am i in a in the that, monastery of i in the monastery of i and i said i must find answers to that question so i i mean i spoke to my wife and मैं कौन हूँ मैं कौन हूँ आई मीन वाई यू ऑलवेज डू दिस टू एंड इट्स नॉट माई वाइफ माई मदर नोज इट द सेम गाई आई मीन आई है So I said I must find out, and I reached out to my granddad. Granddad said, "Oh, you must go to the scriptures. You will find all the answers there." So I took it very seriously. Oh, I said, "Granddad, saying, 'Matlab, must be there.'" So I went to Rishikesh. Wow! I said, "I must must find answers in Rishikesh." So I landed up in the Shivananda Ashram. But Rishikesh, ये वाराणसी ऐसी जगह पे क्यों आंसर है? मतलब बॉम्बे और ऐसे दिल्ली दिल्ली की जगह में कोई आंसर क्यों नहीं मिलता है? क्यों इसलिए नहीं मिलता कि you know आप astronomy जानते हो? Astronomy is the stars, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So observatories can't be out there. There's a sky, but where are they set up? In open areas, I guess. Open areas and mountain tops because mountain tops, yeah. वहाँ पे होते हैं जहाँ पे कि आपको थोड़ा noise कम हो. Okay. So that you can observe better. So less signal. Yeah, yeah. So what you are supposed to do is find a place where there's less. Varanasi is like completely chaotic. Traffic guy everywhere. Correct. You know, it's not. Yeah, so quiet. it's not so Rishikesh. Me, okay. I mean, Rishikesh is quieter. Okay, Rishikesh is quieter. It was nicer, but uh, the it's not like the noise is inside us. No, noise is not outside. So mm. these we go to these places thinking that they're quieter places. They're actually not. The mountain is not a quiet place. Mm. Uh, the mountain will be as noisy as you want it to be. Mm. But uh, it's you know people run there because they search for that silence there. So the monks who go there who found this, that's a different issue. Mm. I mean, but I was not going there. I, I didn't find the silence. I was mm. as agitated there no, as. Again, my question is why Rishikesh? Why not you know Sun Temple in Konark or you know Vishakhapatnam or Kanyakumari? No, because I was driven by the the scriptures, the Hindu scriptures of the Upanishads and the Vedas and stuff. But was, Rishikesh me kya tha? So where the Shivananda Ashram, they actually took courses and ah, telling okay. you, giving okay, you answers. Okay. So, so you, you went could, to a attend a course in an ashram. That's okay. right. That's I right. thought you just like and. Randomly no 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 I didn't know that there was a pregnant wife at home I would I randomly run away kahan baaki jaunga I mean Steve Jobs had come Mark Zuckerberg had also come Correct. so you know but there was a wandering uh, you know a search for truth so, but here I was actually I wanted a, I had a list of questions to answer so I said nokri ka sona cheek and I listed down everything wo sadharma kya hota hai you know I had because I had, I had read the scriptures earlier so wow. I went with the book of questions He, you know, I hired uh, you know myself a little place, and I would go to monks in the morning and ask them those questions. Yeah, but now I'm going to ask. Ask the answer. Monks must be thinking, "Are you serious?" With the 
बिल्कुल आई मीन देवल लाइक यू नो तुम हमको पागल कर रहे हो यार हम लोग शांत से शांति में बैठे हैं तुम सवाल लेके आ जाते हो शांति क्या होती है बताओ देन आई सेट यू नो उसका स्वधर्म क्या किसको कहते हैं तुम लोग यार वहां पर बैठते हो यहाँ पे हम काम करते हैं कुछ तो कनेक्शन होना चाहिए उसके साथ So I went with the battery of question. The monk caught me, and he was a psychologist. He said, "Well, you know, a psychologist monk." Yeah. So he was a monk who was a psychologist. He said, "Ki ap, uh, you know, don't bother spirituality with your stupid questions. Unko apne jagah mein rehne do. What you should go and search for is psychology. Tum psychology padho. Okay. Uske andar sab milega tumko answer. Mm-hmm. You're saying this is transcendence. This is not engagement. What you are asking for is." How do I engage with the world? This doesn't give you answers to that. It gives you a special view of what the world is, but it doesn't say what do you get up in the morning to do. The idea of so he gifted me a book called Man's Search for Meaning. Mm-hmm. He said, "Ye kitab padho," and that book is the switch that st- triggered this life. That wow. book is literally is the switch that. So, what is the book in a nutshell? What does it What does it say? It is uh, Victor Frankl is a guy who was a Psychiatrist who was caught in the concentration camp, the Jewish mm. concentration camp, and he saw, you know, so he lost his family there and all. But except that he was, he he knew how the mind operated, and he was fascinated by what was happening in the concentration camp. So he he realized this very simple thing that the stimulus was the same, the stimulus of torture being the same, the response of the inmates different. was different. Think, what is it that differentiates one inmate from the other? Because physiologically, you are You know, it doesn't depend if you're physiologically stronger. Doesn't mean that you give up later. So he started discovering patterns in people who did not lose what he called the will to live. Mm. People, some people gave up, some people didn't. And he said, "I must unlock what keeps the will to live going." And he coined this thing called logotherapy, of finding meaning in life. He said, "Someone who finds that meaning in the context of that, everything else becomes, you know, you know, you make sense of everything else." So that book gave me that word called meaning, and uh, he said, "What's your meaning?" Uh, so that was a question that I asked, and all the questions collapsed into that one question: "What is meaning of my life?" And then, uh, equivalent of question that: "What's your story?" Then, because he he refers to it. what is that? You know, what is a myth? A myth is an image. So now that you found the answer, sab kuch theek ho gaya then. You know, you should have said, "Okay, I got the answer." Now you could have come back and continued. no, no. So I no, no. I came and studied psychology for four months. Oh. So I didn't. So, so I started studying psychology. I said, "Sir, what's going on?" So you went to Rishikesh. Then, then you went then somewhere I, else. No, so I came back and I started working. So as the company was, as I was getting out of the things, so I started studying psychology. Freud, Jung, Alder, Maslow's. I gauged through sixty years of How psychology. How do you study psychology? Like you study any other science, you just sit and pick up. You know, I mean, it's it's fascinating. I mean, I mean, is there like an online course? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are many courses, and 
happy to uh, because if you google for courses on psychology you will have tons of them and there are books so it was easy for me because i've always been in the world of books so it was like who are the from i tracked it down from 1887 to uh, 1980 to so psychology is this this young in terms of the, the that world? young yeah psychology is 100 years old it is which is why i think it's just the least understood science of them all i mean in fact psychology was born out of the death of philosophy in sense you know philosophy died but psychology was born but psychology is a science which is is actually the science that is most important today because when you talk about mental health when you talk about depression all that what you are actually talking about is the psychological part of you the vishal gondal show will be right back after this break hello i'm sanjeev and i'm tushar and this is the rotomout podcast a weekly show where we talk about motors and motoring in india cars bikes rickshaws buses friends familiars and time pass find us every week on the ivm podcast app or any other app you might use stuck in traffic put on rotomouth taking a while in the loop rotomouth is there for you dude that sounded particularly disgusting thank you but seriously catch rotomouth every week so when you got the answer the meaning yeah you studied psychology and then what happened then i carried again i made questions the all that i do in my life is write questions okay so i wrote 22 questions and interviewed 52 people about me <laughs> you interviewed 52 people about yeah, yourself yeah so i i started traveling around and asking you know interviewing father mother ex girlfriends teachers so i said acha what are the fondest memories of me 22 questions 22 questions i had about and myself. these are like multiple choice or you could just answer anything no 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 it is not multiple choice there was qualitative okay. questions like you know uh, <laughs> good better best no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i said acha mere ko koi kaam doge tab kaun sa kaam doge and you kind of send them the question or you sat with them i sat with them and i should of, take a tape recorder and record a lot of times people in your on your face would say something else on your back would say something else right with this no no but these were people who have known me personally and genuinely like your father and your mother and your friend okay. I mean, so these are not random were, people these are not random are... people people who had data about me okay people who had data and genuine data and so i realized that this i needed to collect psychological data about me okay and psychological data is fun data to have i mean mm-hmm. if you ever really want so to what was the most good and the most not so good thing you heard about yourself from oh, these interviews many not good like you're a kite flyer you never you're never on earth you will you know all of that was like you know you never grounded in reality was the negative part and you you have very little patience you switch off very you ask too many questions you ask too many <laughs> questions you know you are you are an idealist you will never you know you are too much of an idealist tum kuch bhi nahi kar paoge tum khali hawa mein rehte ho and zindagi aisa nahi hota hai i mean you know there were a lot of such feedback and then on the positive side like you know you know you've always been by yourself yeah. you this is actually a good exercise i must try it and i think everybody listening should make not 22 maybe start with five questions about so yourself main aapko panch pooch leta hu na ke acha aapka autobiography ka title kya hai jo aap agar likhoge uska title kya hai if i write my autobiography what will be the title the title is you can if you think you can lovely ek aur sawal puchta hu i'm not going to analyze anything yeah, but yeah, acha acha aapko life imprisonment ho gaya You are shoved into a cell. Let's say for ten, fifteen years, and you yeah. can't. You are allowed three objects to carry into that prison cell. What would you carry? Phew! Can it be electronic objects? Or no. You are a prisoner. You can't access the world. There's no internet. There's no TV. You can carry three objects. Oh, uh, three objects in a prison. Of course, a book. What book? What book? Okay. You have to be very specific. You can't say book. You have to be very specific on one yeah. book. Um. 
I would clearly say a good book to carry is the Mahabharata. It has like emotion, drama, mm-hmm. all kinds of things in okay. in one book. So That's you one can object. get entertained. You can. Uh, the second thing I would love to carry is uh, uh, a pen. Okay. So that I can jot down ideas, do things. And the third thing which I would like to carry uh, is some sandalwood. 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 Because it is one of those things which even if you rub on your body, it gives you the fragrance of freshness and gives you new ideas and reminds you of uh, festivities. Nice. And third question. If I could, uh, if we're having dinner tonight and if we could invite two people from history to have dinner with us. From history? Yeah. Okay. Who so would you invite? Course, uh, Steve Jobs and Mahatma Gandhi. Steve Jobs and Mahatma, Mahatma Gandhi. Gandhi. Okay. Vishal, I lock you up in a place called your happiness room. Vishal's happiness room. There are five things or people, whatever uh, you want to put there. Every time you go there, you become happy. What's in your happiness room? Um, it can have both material objects. and Yes, yes, yes. Hmm? yes. So, of course, video games. Mm-hmm. So I <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids, video games. Uh, I mean, family, I would say in general. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of combines mom, dad, everyone. Um, I would then say I would need uh, a book, which... In this case, uh, would be book about mountains. Really, I like mm. to you know not scale that many mountains, but I like books about mountains. Mm-hmm. And another thing which uh, I would love is uh, a yoga mat. Interesting. So, okay, five. Keep with five. Five. Okay. Yeah. Last question. I mean, I'm not because. Yeah. And last question is, I'm staring at Vishal Gondal's tombstone. What does the epitaph read? Hmm? What is what is okay? What will the tombstone read? Yeah, what's the tombstone read? Okay, had more confidence than capability. Had more confidence than capability. (laughs) You know, Mushal, what I'm doing with you is these are questions that I would ask. I have been asking myself these questions, and you ask all your other friends about yourself these questions. These questions, and they ask now. I ask them about to ask themselves these questions because what you're giving me is psychological data about you. Underneath each answer lies an insight about Vishal Gondar. Yeah. And a bunch of them you might not be aware of. And, and very few people can answer it as quickly as you did. Oh, okay. Which means, I mean, there is a minefield of that data that's lying. And if you think of yourself as an iceberg, mm-hmm. you only touch the, the top, tip, yeah. the tip of who you are. And so for you to access, to you to really know yourself, your joy, your disease, everything lies inside of that iceberg. Mm-hmm. And this is the Vishal Gondal thing. Why confidence? Why my kids? Why sandalwood? And in those whys lies the answer about who you really are. That's where you are you're operating from. That's your operating system. Mm, that's exposing itself in these questions. It's manifesting itself. So the more you're aware of it, the better. I mean, once you know what that is, you can design your house. You can design your career. You can design your next startup. Mm-hmm. Because you know what's, where is it coming from? No, but what do you do with these questions? So let's say you get answers for this. What does one do with these answers? So you start documenting and start seeing what I would call as pattern mapping. Okay. You bring it back to saying you do data mining. They call it data mining. So I would start doing data mining. What wow. you do is you do cluster analysis of that saying, why do I say confidence in so many places? Why do I say, um, you know, adventure, you know, yoga matter? Why do I say drama and, and gaming? 
I mean, so somewhere you will start seeing themes about your life, the underlying themes of your life. And so I so do cluster you, analysis. So you did this for yourself yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. And what were the results? The result was the 180 page resume of life maps that I created about myself. You know, Dash's map of joy, Dash's map of uh, fear. So what was the reaction of the first person you showed this resume <laughs> that, you know, okay, now let's get this candidate and you had, you had this huge print out of 180 pages. No, so I had a book of my, yeah, so I had a book of my life, but I thankfully didn't have that goal of that book. I mean, writing the resume to get a job. Strangely, I got a job without having to present the resume. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of that, I meet this amazing lady who's uh, who's like, oh, "What are you doing these days, uh, Dash?" And I said, "I'm I'm researching myself." Like, are you serious? <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I'm researching <laughs> myself." Must be like, "What are you doing?" So that's just, but I'm used to that response, huh. you know. So in fact, it energizes me. You know, what are you doing? So I said, "I'm, I'm researching. researching a very important topic right yeah. now. It's myself. It's myself. I, exactly." And she was like. Now you see, there are people like those also in this world, and I've been so lucky to have you know my journey has been in you know to gone through these people. So she's like, listen, you should be working with me. It's so cool, and so so there is somebody. The minute you said I'm researching myself, they said you should be working yeah. for me. She's like, come, come, come. So what is who is this lady? And what Meena is this Kaushik, who uh, runs an organization called Quantum Quantum mm-hmm. Consumer Solutions. It's a research and uh, you know insights oh, company. Oh, research company. Me, so chahiye. Aise log jo research karte. Correct. She's like, listen, you. Any, I mean, this is what we're looking for. So we forget the resume. You even came up with some complicated word, right? What is this called? Researching people's life. You had said the some word, na theography or what is it called? Logotherapy. Not logotherapy. Mm-hmm. Something else. Theatry, where you go and study people in their own house. What's that called? Oh, ethnography. Ethnography. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> ethnography. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure these words are very it's new for all of us. Right? No, no, no. It's fascinating. Ethnography is, you know, what the Britishers did many years back. The Britishers, when they wanted to conquer something, conquer a land, they would send ethnographers out. Ooh. They said, please go and study the culture. Only once you are able to unlock the culture, will you be able to capture that land. Ooh! So this is ethnography for you, which started with the Britishers mastering the idea of understanding culture codes and understanding people. So they had proper ethnographers whose job the British Empire sent ethnographers out. They came back with reports to saying this is how this land is, these are the people are, these are the rituals. So then they designed their way into this. So I was recently reading about these. Uh, so. During the Vietnam War, America had sent ethnographers to study Vietnamese people, mm. and the ethnographers had already said India, America can never win that war. Exactly, because we have studied the culture, we have studied everything, and they rejected all their reports and then this whole thing. Anyway, but now I get what you are saying. There was actually so before you conquer, you kind of study. Wow, that's so similarly today you can use the same science to design a car. Saying what cultures are you know. Uh, whether you want to design the next uh, city or your house, I mean, I, if I understand the culture, so there are only two forces that you need to win over to win anything in this world. I feel psychology and culture. No, but these two are very difficult. It's like easy to set. But these are the dark sciences which you need to unravel to find. After that, it's much easier. At the level of an individual, psychology. At the level of a group, culture. You will be able to crack. Psychology open. is individual, and culture is group. Is the collective. Mm. So the collective psychology is culture. It's the same force. It's psychology. The collective psychology is called culture. The individual psychology is called the psyche. Wow. So 
this lady offers you a job at Quantum, correct? And it's a research company, and you say, "Wow, I have entered my Disneyland or your La La Land, right? That's the perfect place for you, right? Exactly. You're getting paid to research, exactly. And that's the life I've lived for the last eleven years. I don't think I work. I mean, I haven't worked in the last eleven years, honestly. Wow. Because. I would do it free of cost. It just I mean, so you've done it a lot for me. I know. <laughs> Every time, ever since the Goki idea came, even before that, yeah, I have been chewing your brains yeah. on a number of these ideas. Totally, and for me, it's like I just enjoy doing this. I'm like, why do you do it? You know, I said, I don't know what else to do. So, so tell me, when I first told you the idea of Goki, this was you know again yeah. 2013 times. So what was your reaction? There were two different reactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was the reaction around Vishal, mm-hmm. and the other was the reaction around the idea. Mm-hmm. Because I always separate the person from the idea. The idea, wow. because for me, they're completely different data sets, mm-hmm. and then you can merge them at some point. But I had a fascinating uh, sort of image of you as this maverick guy. I mean, India has a maverick, so I'm like, wow, thank God. Mm-hmm. They're all not stereotypical, boring, you know. So you sort of, sort of, you were a little red spark in that, <laughs> rather the purple cow, sort, some sorts, uh, in that. So I, what you're talking about was secondary to the fact that this quantified guy, self. Yeah, we were running and yeah. talking about quantified self. I said, yeah, you, पता नहीं क्या चीज़ है? I mean, you, yeah, you will track numbers and figures, and I was talking about saying, you know, what is the equivalent of the qualified self of that? You know, qualitatively, how will I know someone? Mm-hmm. Because quantified self, of course, is important, but I have always thought. That a combination of the qualified, the qualitative side and the quantitative side is a true mm-hmm. uh, combination. Which so, which is when you started talking about coaching, mm-hmm. it made complete sense to me because you married the two sciences in one bucket. Yeah, and so so while I met Vishal and I was like, this guy is up to doing something interesting. His kitchen is cooking something really interesting there because um, and the idea of game has always energized me. You know, you know the idea of the lila, and you know, I mean, conceptually, mm-hmm. it's a game. I mean, if you look at yeah. I, my my fundamental belief, it's a simulation, mm-hmm. and we should have fun. Yeah, we all live in a simulation anyway, according to Elon Musk. Exactly. So you know, not just Elon Musk. The you know the Vedanta have also said the same thing. Oh, wow. You know, I'm it's sure. like you know, you know, the, what is the notion of Maya? Yeah. It is. It is. What is the notion of lila? It's the eternal playground. It's a game on. That's wow. what it is. Game on is is one life. Or maybe reincarnation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep I mean, back. there'll be many episodes of that. So yeah. don't worry about what the thing is. It could just you could just re. You game know, never ends. Game never ends. It's it's great fun. So the game, the gamer in you and the maverick in you sort of attracted me. It's like you know, he's, he's gamer's way, which is which is fascinating. I mean, rarely do you find a gamer who sees beyond the game and is able to play. It we call it meta gaming. Meta. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that's that's a good way to put it. Meta gaming is what you know. It's 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 a cool way to look at the world. I feel, and you have that lens, and every conversation with you is about you know it's 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 fun, it's joyous because you got the game code in you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not taking anything so seriously. You know, yar, mere ko worker na. You know, the anxiety of life. You know, people get weighed down, and when you people meet you, like yar, isme wo jaan dal dete hai, which is good. I mean, you know, I said always have more confidence. Capability will follow. तो वो चीज तो भर के हमारे पास बिल्कुल एंड वो गिफ्ट है यार आई मीन एंड यू शुड डिस्ट्रीब्यूट दैट अपार्ट फ्रॉम डिस्ट्रीब्यूटिंग अदर थिंग्स यू शुड डिस्ट्रीब्यूट दैट क्वालिटी ऑफ योर्स बिकॉज इन इन ऑल ऑफ अस एज अ टीचर इन ऑल ऑफ अस व्हाट यू टीच इज अप टू यू बट एक क्वालिटी जो व्हाटएवर यू मास्टर डिस्ट्रीब्यूट दैट एंड यू नो आई एम श्योर देयर एवेन्यूज वेयर यू यू नो माय डैड यूज्ड टू ऑलवेज टेल मी कि एक ऐसी चीज है वर्ल्ड में जो जितनी बांटो उतनी बढ़ती है वो है ज्ञान Totally. So you know that's exactly, and even with you know the show and the podcast, that's the Absolutely. whole idea, right? I mean, I'm not only uh, able to 
spread my gyan but get people like you on the show who normally you know people you know you must be in some gufa some cave somewhere but getting you on and you know talking about this is so amazing and and the idea of energy what you know what you bring to board is this gamified energy of life be the force when yeah. as you said i yeah. remember the day you coined it and you're like acha ye bada mast hai yaar and you know and then you spoke about this a mountain that you wanted to name yeah we want to yeah that's still in the in so, the business plan we don't have the money yet wo aa jayega no no wo bhi aa jayega but i like the attitude you carry i mean gyan to hote rehte hai yaar gyan bahut dete hain log but bahut kam attitude design kar sakte hai i mean gyan to bada pega na kitabon mein aa jata hai but you know very few people can sell an attitude yeah and uh, that attitude is something mm. to be gifted to, to kids to entrepreneurs and stuff wo attitude zindagi bana dete hai amazing so so coming back to your life so you joined this research company what's your first assignment there <laughs> is uh, it was funny i got an ice cream brand called paddle pop and a paddle pop uh, had a character The Battle Pop was a character. I know they had some cartoon characters. Cartoon yeah. characters, and can you imagine? So I was told to design the next story of Battle Pop. Imagine, I was selling tea leaves, and here I am selling Battle Pop ice cream. I am mythology design. So, but suddenly, I mean, just you go to Rishikesh, you go to all these places, you meet all these gyanis, and then coming back and designing a character for ice cream. Ice cream. But you know, the the fun part is, I had to research kids for that. Oh, okay. So for me. Every act energizes me because you know. अच्छा उसके लिए चलो बच्चों कौन सा कहानी पसंद है? Who's the hero? Who's the villain? Who's the partner? उनके बीच में क्या चल रहा है? What is the hero's journey all about? Mm-hmm. So I had to study Joseph Campbell's hero's journey to design a paddle pop story. So it brought me it it brought me back to the roots of understanding human behavior. Every project of mine that I've done has taken me back to the Who's the human? What's the story? Who's the human? What's the story? Mm-hmm. So, उससे आप कुछ भी बना सकते हो, आप गाड़ी भी बना सकते हो, एक कहानी भी बना सकते हो, एक ब्रांड भी बना सकते हो. But these not strategies; they are stories converted mm-hmm. into certain tangible ideas. What we said, and you know, the design, कहते हैं design thinking, all that. We just story crafting your way into something interesting. So you have now started not only doing this for yourself or your brands. You are helping individuals do their own story. Tell me a little bit about that idea. What are you? What is? What are you trying to do with people help, telling their story? Yeah, it started with uh, some some of my friends coming up to me saying, "Yeah, dash to apne saath wo sawal puchta tha na, wo kuch ajeeb ajeeb se so yeah, mere ko thora life mein answers chahiye, you know." I said, "Sawal kya hai tera?" <laughs> He's like, "Zindagi ke saath kya karu?" <laughs> हेल्थ and the idea you know the single biggest disability today is what the mind is is depression yeah where does depression come from is inability to be in harmony with yourself mhm and it again emanates from the fact that i'm not happy where i am the home that i live in inside i'm not in sync with it depression starts there where is a terrorist born in an act of disillusionment Mm, brain washing. The brain is a factory that can destroy or build you. 
एंड इन द स्पेक्ट्रम ऑफ एंगजाइटी क्या मेरे को मजा नहीं आ रहा है यू नो लॉट ऑफ पीपल से एंड इट्स नॉट अबाउट मिड लाइफ क्राइसिस ऑफ समन मेड लॉट ऑफ मनी फोर्टीन ईयर ओल्ड स्ट्रगलिंग विथ दैट चैलेंज टेन ईयर ओल्ड स्कूल में सुइसाइड हो रहे हैं सो दिस आइडिया ऑफ द माइंड दिस स्ट्रेस ऑफ साइकोलॉजिकल स्ट्रेस is eating people up and i one day i walked into because i have been damn lucky to be in, in a workplace where there is zero stress because i enjoy what i do so that but i walked into this place and i saw like a uh, you know thousands of dead people there like wo pade hue hain wahan pe and i was like can you imagine you spend your whole day i actually gave a talk about it saying you know what's the biggest epidemic in the world what is the biggest epidemic in the world it's called monday ooh <laughs> it is yeah i know Everybody bulk of humanity, yeah, bulk of humanity, bulk of humanity, go to work on a Monday, cribbing about. If money was not on the table, eighty-seven percent people won't even think about going to work. So when I started seeing that layer of crisis, not just in, I had seen that crisis in myself, firstly. So I had seen it firsthand in my own personal life. Then I started seeing it in others, a forty-year-old, a sixteen-year-old. I saw it in a thirty-year-old in an office. I started realizing that that. that crisis is only getting worse mm-hmm. and it's getting worse and it's impacting not just the people and their own self but they're impacting society at large i mean a father who's not healthy in the mind is impacting the family the mother who's not healthy in the mind is impacting the relationship so it's a chronic social problem and i mean modi ji also talked about it recently in his He podcast did. right yeah yeah so uh, mental health is now a huge problem when in india huge huge and so i decided ki you know agar ek cheez you know shuru kiya jaye ki conversations with yourself the market for listening is massive is infinite so what if i i, I can't change the landscape of mental health but what i can do is make people talk to themselves the need for self empathy ki aap apne aap se to baat kar sakte ho mm. that could cure a lot of problems because loneliness is a huge issue mm. similarly this idea of isolation and you might be in the middle of a crowd but you'll still be isolated and this ability to and live you've always lived someone else's life mm-hmm. you've always most of us have lived someone else's life by the way in your first crisis you tumble so that's what happened to me because i had lived someone else's life till i was 32 mm-hmm. that that's that's what reality was i literally lived my father's imagination of me mother imagination of my society's imagination of me and when it hit me hard and i flipped and then i couldn't accept that uh, identity for myself so i said so what is my identity so most of us live so, but the moment you have a divorce or there's a death or there's a loss of job whatever you will start searching for ki mai kaun hu so then in fact uh, luke talked about this that one of the biggest causes of cancer or at least one common symptom in all cancer patients is mental stress totally is caused by any of these emotional things absolutely and you don't deserve that and the cures are there are many cures religion knew it many moons back by the way mm. christianity set up confession booths mm-hmm. where people can go and talk but what happened was that i mean they knew it many moons back because you know i have caused sin what is sin you know what the sin means the hindi word for sin is paap what yeah. does paap literally mean in english it's not sin it is agitation oh that i am in agitation with myself mm-hmm. which is why all shlokas end with shanti 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 tranquility tranquility mm-hmm. tranquility we are all searching for that sense of peace with ourselves that ease with ourselves you know i'm happy in my skin yeah, people just can't sleep i think one of the biggest challenge because of a mind which is always operating it's like your mind is always switched on so shanti is missing shanti is missing and i mean 
we have to address that at a psychological level so i said you know we must do something about that meaning so shanti if you're listening to the show please come back <laughs> we are here please shanti, shanti ka hai because <laughs> let's find shanti yes that could be a game that you should design absolutely you should design a game called shanti ka hai <laughs> <laughs> so we are launching by the way a gaming platform called games for good which oh. is games which are good for your mind memory uh, cognitive behavior so i'll send you and you should start games for self awareness as well Yeah, self awareness is an important interesting thing so we this can... is this is my corner at the core of it itself awareness ki yeah. you know mere ko codes chahiye mere you know if i'm a program what are the codes mm but you know when it comes to me i always want to find the hacks what yeah. are the cheat codes so what are the shortcuts to find about yourself rather than doing all this complicated survey way and all that if everybody here had to find about themselves give us three shortcuts <laughs> there are no shortcuts to this it's like i need god i need there, it in 5 minutes there cannot there can be shortcuts yeah, there so it's hacks. like saying you know there can be some hacks you know, the, you know the one one of the nicest inventions in this world has been a diary mm-hmm. uh, the shortest hack to that is a journaling yeah journaling tim ferris talks about yeah. it all the if time if you ask me honestly mm-hmm. the shortest hack is journaling and spending time with yourself in the morning so what do you do in journaling you just like scribble no. then so the trick with journaling is most people don't go to journaling because they do not know how to handle that conversation with themselves so what i do is i throw questions into that mm-hmm. it started with carl jung talking about saying that you know you know he's like you can't talk to your unconscious because the unconscious carl is hiding Jung inside who's carl jung carl jung he is like a very famous psychologist okay, really right a famous psychologist okay. and he's like a guy who understands i mean who dis- who gifted the world of psyche to 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 this world okay the world psyche uske andar ka kon hai wo you know the animal inside of you who is really doing all of this aapke andar ka gamer aur mere andar ka jo hai you know hmm. it's it's all coming from a psyche mm-hmm. and who when i talk to vishal i'm looking at the psyche literally kyu aap kyu aise you know all your behavior patterns all your belief systems everything is 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 primarily your psyche talking so that part so he said यार वो साइकी से बात करना पड़ेगा मैं जर्नल पे आप ये भी लिखते हैं मेरे को मजा नहीं आया यू नो टुडे लाइक आई डिस लाइक दिस आई एंजॉयड मीटिंग दिस पर्सन बट गोइंग डीपर टू लाइक सिंग मेरा ऑटोबायोग्राफी क्या होगा मेरा यू नो का नाम क्या होगा व्हाट वुड आई यू नो इफ आई कुड चेंज माय नेम व्हाट वुड आई नेम माय सेल्फ इन अ सिंपल ब्यूटीफुल क्वेश्चंस सो यू आस्क अ न्यू क्वेश्चन टू यू एवरी डे एवरी डे एवरी डे आई थ्रो अ क्वेश्चन एट मी एंड आई ट्राई एंड राइट दैट विदाउट हैविंग एनी जजमेंट ऑफ माय सेल्फ any judgment over a period of time you will see patterns you look at this answer book and you will see yourself staring at you you don't have to be a psychologist to know that so your journal is ask a question to yourself and write the answer every month ask a ask a trick question to yourself like give us five trick questions i i ask the five trick questions okay, to you could be okay. more more like what's your mission statement of life okay um what's the next adventure you want to get on what if to? i don't have the answer then what do you do you will give answers see that's the that's the separation that you create between your psychological self and your rational self we are all irrational at some level you're saying that you need to throw answers at that you know if i could eat what's your favorite food in the world it's impossible that you would not have an answer mm. it's like if i could go on the next holiday where would i travel pick up there are thousand destinations which one would you pick avishal mm. japan there you go some must be well so I'm gathering data, so this is a data gathering, data mining process. Mm. You will have answers to all, and these are simple questions, not some cryptic question mm. of you know, atma ke andar kona. I mean, none of that. You know, <laughs> you just ask questions which are very simple. कि मेरे iPod में अगर तीन गाना होंगे, 
if there are three songs which will be those three on loop which of the three songs now i'm sure you will have an answer ek movie jo main baar baar hi dekh sakta hu wo kya movie hoega uske niche data hai vishal wo data mein vishal hai so basically you keep journaling these questions and over but you won't you run out of questions no. how many questions will there are infinite questions hmm there are infinite questions when it comes uh, i can I, i've been rattling off questions so like i have thousands of these questions in my book so in your uh, bank repertoire yeah wow because that's so you play con banega karodpati with yourself totally <laughs> literally teen sawal aapko aaj ke pucha jayega you know main ek hi sawal puchta hu and i have this hour glass and i turn it because i don't give myself time to answer oh. the question the trick is use an hour glass turn it around and says before that sand drops i have have the answer to the question so that your answer comes from the from the irrational side iceberg ke andar se aa raha hai bahar se nahi aa raha mm, because rational will always kind of think justify, and, write, and justify. justify the answer okay okay it's like in you know, a literally some like sort dollar table par rakha hu kaun koi ek charity ko ek cause ko de sakte ho kaun se cause ko doge aap mm. simple answer kitna kitna simple question hai but uske answer mein there is a interesting thing if some says animal if someone says you know um wildlife conservation and someone says climate change good enough i say would divide kar lo teen jagah mein 100 mm-hmm. dollar ko kisko doge batao mm-hmm. bada simple sa question hai anyway, these are all human questions vishal aapke grandson ke liye imagine human values are dying there is an epidemic assume there is an epidemic and human values are dying one value at a time wo log khatam hota ja rahe aapko ek power mila ek value ko aap preserve kar sakte ho ek value vault mein jaise wo seed vault hota hai na jahan pe jahan pe seeds rakha gaya where you can you know if there's humanity goes through a crisis they can pull out the seeds ek value vault hai vishal is allowed to keep one value for his grandkids to access mm. what value would you store in your value vault respect respect that's it you see it tells me something about what mm. is relationship with rest there are so many values mm. you picked up instinctively you picked up one kuch to reason hoga uska mm. that's the part that you need to talk to most often Mm. Once you talk to that part you are of accessing the operating system already huh? I am iske baad baat karte hain no but it's not and it's the more the data the richer the awareness of the operating system mm. i lean on big data mm-hmm. but the nature of data is different mm-hmm. you must access it i mean that is self awareness for me not self awareness not bad ke mantra padho usse koi fayda nahi hoga yeah because at one end they are all saying leave every mo maya don't ask too many questions empty your mind you know that's the typical shusha we hear about and you know buy only uh, baba ramdev products wo sab kar lo aap wo aapko maza aata hai wo karo but that's escapism okay aap wo rishikesh wala fund hai aap you meet your life where it meets you take it head on play the game and play it well so on mental health how is this going to help people if they kind of you know do this for themselves how does it help them mental health starts with this anxiety मेरे को अपने साथ मजा नहीं आ रहा है ब्रेकिंग इट ऑल डाउन टू इट्स अ डिजाइन क्राइसिस डिजाइन इज दैट हु आई एम आउट एक्सटर्नली एंड हु आई एम इंटरनली आर नॉट इन सिंक विद इच अदर दैट इज द मेंटल हेल्थ प्रॉब्लम बाय आई एम ब्रेकिंग डाउन टू द मोस्ट बेसिक थिंग बाहर का मैच हो और अंदर का मैच हो दो अलग अलग चीजें हैं उनको कैसे मर्ज किया जाए एंड द वे टू सॉल्व दैट इज दैट द मोर आई नो कि मैं अंदर से कौन हूं देन आई विल स्टार्ट फाइंडिंग वेज टू लिव दैट लाइफ बेटर एडिक्शंस कहां से आते हैं वेर डू एडिक्शन कम फ्रॉम वेर डू एंगजाइटीज कम फ्रॉम वेर डू दिशन फ्रॉम सेम प्लेस मेंटल हेल्थ कम्स फ्रॉम 
and if the quick i mean there are certain mental health issues which are derived from let's say traumas and stuff which happen because i mean you can be i'm not taking into account those but a bulk of it yeah ptsd and stuff like that yeah, yeah. so but the bulk of mental health starts with this anxiety you know i'm not enjoying and then it grows and grows and grows and grows and you feed it with more fear more but you can you can work on that by saying listen i mean go out and do something is that energizes you mm-hmm. there are four principles that that keep you going one is called authenticity that become a little more operate from a space which you find authentic there'll be no pressure on you you can't fake it right you, you have to be fake. truthful so the more you are you're less pressurized then you're you you know being authentic so you're like i i'm this person in which means you your challenge of you know i'm faking it will create stress in your life second one is operate from a space of mastery ko kaun sa cheez hai jisme mujhe kafi confidence hai because i can multiple people don't know what they're masters of you must find your master the third one is what gives me true joy because you know what gives me the genuine kind of happiness if you get that what energizes me i mean one monk told me that you know simple this is dash simple one line answer of anything any action that leaves you with more energy at the end of it energizes you is right action is like you meet a person he energizes you right person a job that energizes you at 5 baje agar aapko energy badh jata hai right job i have always held on to that thought hmm that's a good one simple at the end of that experience if you're left with more energy go back to that because that's the right thing yeah be the force you have to be the force for yeah. others you have to be the energize force. Yeah. you energize so energy is a big force mastery is a big force and you will know that it is a psychology responding to it's vishal psychology energy is a psychological concept hmm the same running can de-energize somebody it energizes me which is why i lean on it so energy mastery authenticity and and purpose ek to apne bahar ek goal hona chahiye which is not looking looking at you ki survival to ho hi jayega but you know we need to look out a bigger goal something Some, bigger than yourself that is the game because you peg yourself higher there so you know that's how we introduce karma points i know we were talking idea. about it yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. like how do we create a movement remember my conversation yeah. with you saying yeah. you are giving shape to a movement yeah. what's the purpose of that movement so in fact interestingly we just announced last week addition of the goki family plan so oh. pehle it was just an individual signing up to goki but now you can actually get your entire family on the plan wow and the insight we got was that there are already people who are signing their families because for one person to make a change was more difficult but as a family they could actually change much yeah. more faster correct so we and one will encourage the other exactly you know, and the the families are more likely to succeed than just individuals so we are launched the family plan fabulous which kind of goes to that whole level of uh, and, tribes and and talking about inciting you know the alcoholics anonymous which is the largest family yeah. model or if you look at uh, you know the goes to the box you know the you know the uh that fitness community which goes to the box uh crossfit crossfit yeah they actually hinge on the insight of the community yeah one solves for an addiction problem alcoholics anonymous because they create a family structure around yeah. around the problem similarly uh, the crossfitters it's not a fitness community it's, it's a, a community that comes so what you're trying to do is actually yeah. unlock the yeah. power of the community and i think one of the in fact it's interestingly one of the core values of goki is practice what you preach so we would not recommend or do or eat or do anything to anyone if we have we don't do it ourselves that's right so is, you know it's amazing you know so it, it is not you like are your big, you are the brand so exactly so you need to be authentic completely totally. so that's really what we do 
the vishal gondal show will be right back after this break over 47% of online users in india have experienced harassment at some point so if it's two of us inside this recording studio chances are pretty high that one of us has faced abuse at some point how do we tackle this what do we need to do better come let's learn together join me on akanksha against harassment at ivm podcast every thursday let's learn how to make online a safe place together so now you know all the big brands in the world are chasing you hiring you so what do you tell these brands what is missing why are these brands losing out to people like baba ramdev i think um <laughs> one is this whole uh, issue of they've forgotten the human in the equation because whether it's the wall street model or the capitalistic model whatever it is capitalism as an idea i think somewhere the human is missing and uh, there is there is a need for meaning so baba ramdev is a meaning maker he's selling meaning he's not selling oils and toothpaste he's selling an ideology which resonates with people yeah ayurveda ayurveda indianness swadeshi. swadeshi whatever it is so brands for a very long time businesses for a very long time their only purpose was profit there was no purpose some of these new age brands whether you call it a patagonia out there somewhere a uh, patagonia just did this huge thing about uh, what's happening with the environment what happened to the environment so they they actually actually an environmental company selling clothes it's yeah. not the other way around yeah. it is not a clothing company selling environmental issues they actually an environmental company which happens to sell clothes yeah so i encourage brands to think of their existence through this lens Listen, you are not in the business of business. You are in the business of purpose. Yeah, business is a result of your chasing a purpose. So you are just taking up your idea, right? So we discovered our biggest competition is not any other company, brand, or app. It's laziness. Totally. So we are trying to basically. You are fighting inertia. Yeah. We are fighting inertia. Absolutely. That's really. And once you design for that, Vishal, mm. you will have people signing up because you have tapped into a human code. Yeah. You will then your purpose will lead you to profit. because and then the businesses of the you know csr we will put 3% for CSR. there is nothing called csr it is the purpose that drives businesses so the brands of the future at least even in the next toms i mean toms look at this look at toms yeah and there are there are tons of brands even unilever for that matter some of the most profitable brands are also the most purposeful brands yeah paul polman is a guy i respect a lot you know he stands up for the goals that he sets like i will cut down plastic by 3% of you know consumption it's beautiful what a consumption by that So just acknowledging it is a point of truth for a business just acknowledging listen i want to do that so i know this is a little long but actually mai aap karte kya ho batao matlab what is what is really your current job what do you do yeah depends when you ask that question there are different answers <laughs> to that but the core of it i i mine for insights i'm i'm the person who looks for in the patterns of data i hunt for human insights what does it mean uska matlab kya hai uska matlab hai ki main kahani dhoondta hu har cheez mein main uska andar ka kahani dhoondta hu ki i mean and usually it's a human story ki if you give me tons of data whether it's quantitative qualitative i start looking for uske andar kya hai what mm-hmm. is the underlying pattern what is the underlying human code that drives this and then how does that translate back into the product 
Yeah. So if once I know, let's let's assume you so, give, so give me, me an example of something. You can I give you an example. About. So I mean, I can literally prototype it for you, hmm. which is which is now fashionably called design thinking. All that. But basically, if you say I want to build a house dash, what kind of house should I build? I have no idea hmm. what that house should be. And so I said, Vishal, let's talk about yourself. And red color house. Red color house. No, I wouldn't say red color. Like, let's go back in your journeys. Like, um, what does what does home mean for you? I wouldn't say. Because home is a place where you dock yourself mm-hmm. for rest, for rejuvenation, for whatever it is, right? And I will talk to your family. I will not just talk to you. I will mm-hmm. talk to your kids and I will talk to your wife and I will go and I will say, Vishal, can I spend time with you, uh, just traveling around with you for, for, for 15 days? Mm-hmm. So that's called ethnography fashionably. But basically, I'm hanging around to understand what life does Vishal lead? Mm-hmm. What, what kind of food does he consume? So I'm jotting down who's Vishal's and what is Vishal's idea of home? Where does he feel most restful? Where does he feel most joyous? What is the relationship with kids? What does the kids want? So, at the end of a 15-20 day period, I would have got a battery of ideas. And then I'd say, Vishal, let's do a blueprint of your house now. Because I have enough ideas, insights about Vishal to be able to be the architect to design his house. Mm. But I've not just looked at materials and this and that. That We will get anyways. Which material. But if you are conscious of sustainability, it will show up in the mm. data. Then I will say, listen, let's look for sustainable material. If you want rounds, if I look for, you look for symmetry in your life, then I will say, you know, he's a minimalist, he's a symmetry person. Then we'll say, your house will be symmetrical for sure. You don't worry about it. Then saying, what does your joy mean? Like I said, what does your happiness room mean? I was asking you a question there. Mm. So I would ask you these questions as I'm journeying with you. At the end of this 15 days, you and I would sit and run a workshop where I would bring all of this together and I will design a blueprint for a house that genuinely resonates with you. Mm. So today I can build a house, blueprint of a house for you. I can do a blueprint of your next breakfast for you, which mm-hmm. can go to Kellogg's. I can de- blueprint the next job for you. It could be a job design. Or I could blueprint your life for you, saying, let's blueprint our life for the next 10. So it could be coaching. So everything is in that same space. And let me go and understand who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. I could do it for Vishal, and I could do it for 1,500 people who's called, you know, one particular culture. Wow. And you're now planning to launch an app to do this also. Correct. The goal is to make people dig into their stories through a journey they can take inwards. You know, the, 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 the problem is that people always look out. My goal is to turn them a little inside and say, mm-hmm. once in a while, go within. Mm-hmm. Once in a while, go within to discover insights. So about instead it. of reading somebody else's biography, read your own biography. Read your own biography. Play that game of introspection. Mm-hmm. It's a game of introspection. And I think that's really, if you ask this Myers-Briggs and all these things, right? They ask you questions about yourself and then they give you a personality type. So is that, is it? Yeah, but that's slotting. That's oh, like, yeah. I'll slot you on, you know, it's like your zodiac sign. Are you mm-hmm. a Taurian? Are you this? Mm-hmm. That doesn't give you, that gives you surface level ideas, but it doesn't take you down. This one would be like, you discover your own thoughts. There is no pattern to it. Mm-hmm. You will discover, you know, what kind of. I mean, why am I saying this about my kids? Mm-hmm. What is it that about my job that I dislike? Myers-Briggs doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. It tells you, oh, you're a, you're a Torian or you're whatever it is, you know, in that sense. But what, what you're supposed to be doing is discovering a little bit about your every day. Mm-hmm. And your life is changing constantly. You're not a static map, you're a moving map. The same question could have different answers. Yes, absolutely. Because you're a father today, mm-hmm. you would have a different answer to the same question of what is joy. Because before you met your kids, you would not know that joy also had this expression. Mm. Similarly, when before you lost your leg, you would not know what being handicapped means. Mm. So, 
when I say handicap, because we're all disabled, we're all handicapped. So on the positive side and on the negative side, life keeps training us. And evolution is about knowing more of yourself in the context of where you are. Mm-hmm. So, so in this whole era of Facebook, you know, there was this whole talk about how Facebook and Google are yeah. at a mass level brainwashing you, fake news is coming and they're influencing behavior. And there's also a whole question around the ethics of social media itself. So in this world where the reality is we're all on social media. Yeah. Now, how does one disconnect or how does one insulate ourselves from the ill effects of the influence of social media without going completely off it? Yeah. It's been a question that I've struggled with personally myself. I mean, uh, it's not an easy answer to that question. It's it's born out of a deep crisis of, of self, which is why are people che- running up to social media is not be- because the family structures are broken, the dining tables are deserted. So there are, there's a deeper reason why there is a move, this movement has grown this big and I respect that and I respect what has happened in this space. But now I also see where we are headed with this. Our attention is being traded. Our attention is, per se it was fine, but when it moves into the space of manipulating my attention, that's what concerns me is the fact that you could you could actually design the way i think about things it bothers me a lot because it it takes it brings into it an ethical dilemma of saying do i want to trade with my thought because my, if knowledge is based on all the inputs that comes to my mind and if this is the only input that i'm getting i'm not reading books i'm not looking at outside of i'm not connected with my own inner wisdom my ancient wisdom and if social media is my only feed and if all your ideologies are designed around that, and if that's being manufactured by some 10 coders sitting somewhere, and, they, and they're designing it literally ball by ball, and you could call it machine learning, you could call it whatever, my concern is that am I being manipulated beyond a point? And I would not want to be part of that journey at all. So it's for me, as a designer, as an insider, I would take a stance saying, can there be another idea of, a design philosophy where it says we will not want to engage. Let's say if there was a it was there was a Facebook post saying, you know, if the next action was to say, watch more and Netflix or go meet a friend, I would probably want to design that into an app to saying, now I know you're getting lonely, don't watch the next one, please go and meet a friend. And then the same app dials a friend and says, What are you doing now? You want to have a glass of beer with me? So that would be a good way. I mean, everything for me is a design challenge. And so mm. if I could design interaction, if I could design conversations, if I could design into the same social media. Now think of uh, Facebook being a platform of offline, online interaction, uh, people coming together, mother and father having a conversation. Then I would have tremendous respect for that. Mm-hmm. With the same Facebook says, don't keep watching me. Go do something. And I will encourage you In to fact, do that. now they even started auto-playing videos. <laughs> so that you don't so miss that you don't miss. So, I, I feel that you could activate many other things. You're just activating my attention because your monetary model is based on attention. Hmm. Because everyone is fighting for a little you know, slice of that attention pie. Because their business models are based on attention, not on behavior. If the business model isn't based on behavior, they'll be monetized. Mm-hmm. Because today it's purely based on attention. So anything, I mean, any price you have to pay to get attention, they will do that. Mm-hmm. Whoever that is. But if it was behavior, also Facebook says, it'll switch off. Mm-hmm. So a good example in the other grounds, Patagonia. Patagonia says, do not buy my clothes. And they literally mean it. Mm-hmm. 
do not buy my clothes because we will make it so good that you need and we will repair it for you we will you know so they celebrate the longer you wear their clothes the happier they are wow the longer you wear their clothes they, if you just check on what they're advertising like they celebrate people who have that stitching their tone patagonia you know jackets and stuff like that and they send trailer trucks to repair people free of cost so what imagine a business model which accommodates for that philosophy and it's operating today they when they say don't buy this jacket and they mean it so similarly facebook says you don't have to sit and watch this mm. and i will commercialize myself at that level then i would love social media mm-hmm. so in today's world people are struggling to write one page resume give us five ways that i can write a five page resume at least <laughs> you have a 180 page i'm sure not everybody can do that yeah but so there are, you know there are you could only ask four questions the moment like i said you get answers to that um who are you what's your mastery what's your joy and what's your mission in this one page mm-hmm. who are you in any simple way but who are the true you like who is authentically you that you will feel good at the end of it what's your mastery what is that one thing that you could master whatever that is cooking cleaning parenting which will draw you will draw meaning from that mastery mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be some job somewhere it can't be astrophysics it doesn't have to be astro- you know it could be something as simple as you know i'm a great father or i'm a great musician whatever it is find your mastery because in, you know like you know that japanese um, you know that documentary on jiro yeah, sushi yeah and in you know, 87 mastery is, yeah, mastery is sushi he just does that and he does it every day of his life obama had to wait for one year to get a, a reservation there It's insane. It is insane. And imagine yeah. he was not. He's not a big dad. So I, I saw his restaurant from outside. Of course, I didn't have a reservation. And yeah. there's like signs that don't take photo here. Of course, I took a photo. <laughs> of course, you did. But, you know, but that's how it is. It's like people that, just yeah. Yeah, they said that's he. He celebrates mastery for me. No, he's not some game changer of the world. He just makes sushi, but he represents mastery. Mm-hmm. So find your find yourself. Find your mastery. Find your joy. And joy is not sukha dukha in the mm-hmm. sense you know there is no happiness unhappiness. Joy is above. Joy is what. what campbell calls bliss it's like find that moment where you feel energized you feel good about yourself mm-hmm. for someone it's adventure for someone it is people for someone it is music in that moment you feel good you feel expansive no, but, but in this world of instant gratification where people want to feel good now you write something you want to that stimulation that's not good Mm. that stimulation stimulation you can have, smoke a cigarette and get stimulated mm. you can have a, you know alcohol and you feel good about yourself for a bit but you'll don't but that is different from the energy that i'm talking about that's 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 very different and you know the difference mm-hmm. when you the joy of meeting friends and having a conversation is very different from the joy of you know so with all these amazing ideas and insights why are you still not a baba somewhere and why are you not having you know millions of followers thinking Because of doing what they that of listening to you and following you you know the And I'll tell you something. You've already started wearing this beard, yeah. of course. I'll tell you something very controversial. Actually, this the thing that stops us from evolving is the priesthood. You know, the babas have clinically destroyed uh, the babas and the priests. So the, it's actually the they're the power positions, the business. So their business model is based on power, and not on healing or on your finding the truth or whatever. In incidentally, that can happen, but actually, they're they're about followership, and so they will do anything to. You know, it's like Facebook. it would it would mean i want to take your attention and i will commercialize attention so for me i don't see any difference between one and the other but the true coaches are the people 
who would be away from you know whose business model is based on not being around is like how far can i go from you is like you know they in the himalayas they would say uh, this guru would say it is called neeti school of teaching neeti school of teaching is you come with a question and this guru says you say you know is this the answer guruji and you say neeti 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 and you go away <laughs> and then you come back again and he says oh i found the answer acha ye hai guruji i mean he will rattle off and guru says neeti 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 he'll go away third time he comes and he says now baba i have got it i have got the final so he like this is neeti 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 he goes away fourth time he doesn't come why does he not come because he found the answer exactly ooh <laughs> so amazing that is the true coach who's like neeti 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 go away find the answer or yourself or yourself you are your guru which is why I would discourage anyone from saying, "No, I don't want to start a business out of this." It's 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 the idea of you find your answers yourself. My job is to unlock that inside. God gen- has given the same qualities to everyone. Everybody, everybody. You just have to acknowledge that I have the power in me, and the urge to. The quest is the most important part. The quest, yeah, it has to be. You know, you know. This was Ramakrishna who used to say that. You said, "No, why did at thirty-two you do this this way?" and Many people would have done it different ways. People said, "No, no, I found a job and I settled on that." You know, so when this disciple went to Ramakrishna, the Paramahansa, and he said, uh, "I want to, um, I want to know who's God." He's like, "Ah, just to go home, yar, to Abhi Mata." No, no, no. I need to, you know, you have, you know, you know, you meet God every day. Do you meet God? Say, "I have meet God," but I want to know God, yar. And he says, "Meri ko hack bata de." So Ramakrishna gave him the hack, the shortcut, like you asked. Huh? Ramakrishna was like, "Chalo, meri saath." Uh, so he said, "Na ne chal meri saath." So he goes for a, sh- uh, you know, goes to the river bank, and uh, they both go into the waters. And Ramakrishna takes his hand and shoves it into the water, <laughs> puts it in, and this kid, you know, this fellow is struggling, and he pulls him out, puts it back in into the water, and he's struggling, and pulls it out, puts it back in, and the third, he's breathless and like, "What are you? You're killing me!" So Ramakrishna says, "Bhagwan mila." He said, "Kya baat karo? Bhagwan ke baare mein kaun soch raha tha?" He said, "Tum kya soch raha tha?" So when I put your head inside the water. What were the different things you saying? What do you mean different things? I was thinking. I was only thinking one thing. What were you thinking? I was thinking of air. He's saying when you get that desperate about God, God will find you. Mm. It's your desperation that defines it. Not so much. There's no hack. The hack is your desperation. The hack is that there is no hack. There is no hack. No, the hack is the quest. You have to find the urge that I have to solve this problem myself. It's a puzzle. It's the gamer's mind to unlock the next insight. Mm-hmm. So how do you make people to do this right? I mean, yeah. like the question is that you know, like MBA schools are training people to be you know business managers. Yeah. How can more and more people get into self discovery and self learning and be their own gurus? Yeah, the, my, my trick is there is a hack for that. By the way, it's called create pain before pain happens. Okay, how do you do that? Which is create mini crises in their lives. So. When the real crisis hits, at least you're prepared by them. So, so the goal you, as a coach. How do you create a mini crisis? Yeah, you create a crisis and asking questions they don't have answers for. Okay. And you start by that, and you create scenarios saying, "Okay, in this scenario, what would you do?" So you play, you play those scenario sessions. You are 37 and you just get a heart attack. Yes. What is your plan? What's your? That's the kind of question we would ask. Hmm? That's the kind of. So you create crisis because in those people we hide, right? You know, you know. probability wise you are your single biggest enemy today and the thing that you most scared of is meeting yourself most not public speaking not that the thing you're most scared of is yourself is yourself is meeting yourself 
So as a coach, I would first make you meet yourself. And in meetings, can't be happy moments, you know, khana khate, gappe maart. Meet your crisis. Beyond that, you'll find, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, because that dar, you hide away from that. But when it hits you, you don't know how to handle it. That's when, you know, you know, you get debilitated. So I would rather build you your immune system before that. You would rather build your immune system to be able to handle that. Then when it hits you and you don't have something to hold on to. Mm, mini crisis. That's Create amazing. a mini crisis. Create your own crisis is one of the nicest advice. So be in chaos. Be in chaos. <laughs> Which is what I do all the time. Which is, yeah, absolutely. Yourself and Siddhartha is like, <laughs> create an environment of chaos anyway so what is the next chaotic thing you're going to do after this ah uh, there are so many out there well one of the goals is to design an algorithm to solve for self-awareness that's the chaos I mean, that that's sounds what really simple it is <laughs> of course not <laughs> <laughs> the algorithm for self-awareness I, I, I met this guy Meng uh, and he left me with this mission statement. He's like, so Meng, it was a, uh, Hong Kong, this guy from Hong Kong. Guy no. from Singapore, actually, Singapore. who's Google's employee number nine. He oh. ran a program and particularly, I think he runs a program called Search Inside Yourself mm-hmm. in Google. Search Inside Yourself. Search Inside Yourself. It's like Google, you know, so I want to design the Google for yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's my goal is to say, there must be a search bar, a question shows up and you type. And it searches for, you know. So there is this company who's trying to put your your uh, intellect or your thing into a computer. Mm-hmm. I forgot the name of that thing. But they're basically saying if, you, you know, if your body dies, yeah. your mind is going to survive on a computer. Correct. So isn't that similar to that in a way? Well, they because can, if you they have can all trans- the answers. Yeah. So they can transfer physiologically and intellectually. They can transfer you. We still haven't figured out whether it's going to transfer the psychological aspect of you mm-hmm. because the, the cryptology of the psychic self is very different and mm-hmm. so I might transfer the way you think all of that but your anxieties and your depressions and your uh, you know your your key challenges and your relationship with your son in the gooeyness of it you know the gooeyness of that mm-hmm. I don't know if you can transfer that so far I don't think the gooey part of life can it's be- amazing right if, if you can crack the OS yeah you know, the OS and then the underlying memory and the apps is what it is. Well, if some people are trying it out. I heard about this app, not app, but this thing, which is trying to decode your memory. So one of the things is that your dreams are reflective of your innermost anxieties is what they say. Hmm. Your dreams are your, I mean, because you can't express themselves, they show up in your dreams. Hmm. So these guys are designing a product where you could record your dreams. A large bunch of people start recording dreams every morning. And... And people are able to analyze those dreams and actually predict what will happen in the future because those anxieties will show up in social. I mean, so forensic scientists and you know, you know, intelligence experts that, are doing. I that. do, you know, in my own experience, I sometimes do get a sense of deja vu that you know, ye kahin pehle dekha tha, then I realize that maybe I had dreamt about it. Exactly, because dreams are projections of your, you know, of the things that you want to see or the things that are unresolved in you. So you're going to create the search engine of search engine for self for self. Uh, and what else? It, this seems like you've already it's easy one. No, yeah. no, no. It's not. It's far away from that. The human, uh, you know, the matrix is the most complex matrix, and to unlock that itself is a big challenge, and that will be a job for a lifetime, honestly. And I learned it, you know, very early in my life. Do one thing well. Mastery is important. Mastery is very, very important. So I am this. I become very linear around some of these. Uh, 
So, uh, have you found your answers by now? Most of the answers you were looking for. You know, it's a very nice question, and I've um, the answer. It is when you hold a compass, Vishal. Mm-hmm. When you hold a compass, uh, it shows where north is all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time, it shows where north is wherever you are. So, what it doesn't. What happens when you hold your own compass in your hand is you can be anywhere, but you're never in the crossroads because you know which way is north. Wherever you are, you can walk towards the monastery of self. Mm. Uh, so yes, I get lost. I have my own anxieties. I have my own challenges, but I always know that I'm holding the compass somewhere, and I know where north looks like. So I'm never at the crossroads. So there's a crisis of crossroads is very different from the crisis of the distance. I think have you reached where you want to go? No, far from but it. Do you know where you're going? Yes. The question. Yes. Very clearly, the direction I know. I know what my north is. Mm-hmm. I'm maybe slow at it. I'm going maybe you know. I mean, that journey could be anxious. Yeah. But I think you know that's what it said, right? In today's life, what you need is a compass and not a map because yeah, there is no map. There is no map. There is no map. You but you need a, a compass. Yeah. But everybody is trying to find a map. Everybody yeah. wants to know how do I go from point A, a to, to point, point B exactly plotted, <laughs> and the reality that's the quantified self. Yeah, that's the. But there is no map. There, there is no only map. a compass, the, you, and you have to keep losing your way to ultimately reach there. So we need to hold our moral compass. Our emotional compass and emotional well-being is going to become anchored around that compass saying you know doesn't matter what crisis falls and what happens there and the fact that i'm holding my compass in my hand is very reassuring to me so you know you also talked about different layers of who am i mm. so there was a the spiritual side and there were other sides also right which you which you talked about a bit on the who am i question which you really want people to answer there is a spiritual side there so is the see, see what i call is there are three levels so there is the transcendent self which is who am i the spiritual side and you know the answer for that no that's mm-hmm. a quite irrelevant question because okay. you and i can't talk about it so okay. i don't want to enter that space okay. and so if i say acha aapko pata hai ki aise nahi pata acha nahi pata to kyun baat kar raha pata hai to tum guru ho gaye so it's all stupid so it's it's something that because who am i is not just a, it, there are different kinds so of who am you I, as a transcendent who am i is a very different question you have to find buddha went for his own search and you'll right. they'll find or you know jesus went for his own search and found or whatever that was so let's not get there you have to take that spiritual journey of your own kind you will find your mythology you will find your you know gods and goddesses and you'll live it but that's a different journey from who am i in this world in this world is a very important now don't mix one with the other mm. and the third who am i is a material body you know physiologically have to be fit i am a diabetic i am struggling with you know chronic you know depression whatever that is so to take charge of these three who am i the physiological i the emotional i and the spiritual i are three different things and one should not treat the other with disrespect mm-hmm. each one is to be respected in its own way so i call it transcendence meaning and living so there must be living plan where i live i eat i am you know, i am in harmony with the environment so which is why climate change is important because the body is dying not just my body the body of the planet is dying you can find you know spirituality in gods but you know you build temples but the planet is destroyed Mm-hmm. But where will the temples last? So the goal is to find the home that you want to live in physiologically, emotional home, and the spiritual home. You have to find all three homes, and then three different journeys that you have to take for each. And for the second one is what my focus is, not the first and the last. There are a lot of people working on the first and the last. My focus is on the second one, which is saying find meaning and find your emotional home mm-hmm. where you want to live, and in that you find tranquility. So how do people know if they are lost? anxiety 
anxiety is the anxiety and agitation is the single biggest trigger a lot of people just time i find people just angry you know there are just yeah. people like signal pe kuch hua and they are screaming and shouting and you know howling and i'm like dude you know or just keeping on this honking is, this is the inner anxiety is showing up i mean the, the guy on the other side is not listening yeah. they are listening to their own shouting by the way mm. they are recipient of their own anger mm-hmm. so there is uh, this is where we are because we are unhappy with the surroundings that we are in i mean so there, if i put you in a place which you don't like if i'm claustrophobic let's say Yeah. And if you put me in a place where there are tons of people, what's the natural reaction? I'll feel agitated. And then if you push me a little bit in that point, I'm saying, "Bloody bugger off!" So yeah. that's what is happening. So, so I had this interesting story with this friend. We were in the US. Mm-hmm. This person is driving, and he's giving two minutes. 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 And वो इनवर्ड स्पाइरल चलते रहते यू नो यू स्टार्ट डूइंग दिस विथ योर सेल्फ एंड यू वाई योर सेल्फ उसको तो सुनाई नहीं दे रहा है मैं ही विदर नो एंड देर आर पीपल हु गेट एंग्री बट इट डिफ्यूज immediately yeah. they that anger is very different but that's part of the nature which hmm. is like and they don't Fuse carry it yeah. they don't carry it they just blow up and blow down and move on with life it's the other anger which is like that you know the fuming pent up jo andar that is stress and you know anxiety leads to agitation agitation leads to stress stress leads to it's a upward cycle and from there so the source point of this mirko mazani aa raha hai like you know i don't enjoy myself so when will your app is going to be ready so that everybody in this world can download help you build it, it. No, no of course we'll help you build it but it's going to be called the the story what, what, it's called my story i mean we haven't given it a name but you know the, the and your whole, company is called the story company yeah that's the work that we do for a bunch of us come to coach in that platform it's called the story company uh, hmm. where helps you unfind your story teri kahani kya hai bhai you know that teri kahani kya hai bas wahi hai and kahani andar hai tum khud dhoondo you know it's not a story telling app it's a story finding app hmm story telling is different the story, story of you yeah the story of you the story of you apna kahani khud likho so before i go i wanted to you know ask you a few other interesting things now that i find you here so what are your what are the two questions or three questions everybody should ask themselves You had said what mastery I have. Yeah, so there are four important questions. The first question is, who am I? Mm-hmm. And not in a metaphorical way, but in a tangible way. Who am I? What you know? Who am I? Who? How do I know myself? Second one is, what's your mastery? What's your joy? And what's your mission? Mm-hmm. If you have answers to these four questions, then you've got you in track. the intersections of these four. And which are the f- four or five books you recommend people should read? Oh yeah, depends. I mean, there are. I mean, you're asking a book lover. to pick his um, you know well for somebody who wants to write the story of himself or them or herself what's a good way place to start there are there are a few books definitely uh, i would i would i would go back to the gita is it's a is a phenomenal is there a easier i mean i tried to read the gita couple of times but i just couldn't go beyond is there a simpler version of gita sorry you know i'm like <laughs> yeah no there is there is one i think i i enjoyed reading um, There's a gentleman called Swami Parthasarathy. He's written Vedanta treatises. Oh, okay. He's a because also there are many. Yeah, yeah but I think his his translation of that is a, is the simplest, and okay. his the this metaphors and the similes he uses are the you know the, the easiest to consume without losing the essence, essence of it. Without yeah. losing essence, the Vedanta treatises has been a phenomenal book mm-hmm. in terms of helping uh, people like us. You know, even the language that is used is very simple. Mm-hmm. I feel you must. Uh, Uh, there is another gentleman called Ravi Ravindra who's written a book on Gita called uh, Ravi uh, Ravi Ravindra is a beautiful he's a he's a physics teacher in Canada he he teaches uh, quantum physics 
but he's written a book on Gita and wow. worth reading that book. His book is on Gita. So hmm. these two, I would pull out from the bunch of other hmm. Gita. Ishwaran's written good books on Upanishads and Gita. Ishwaran is a very famous uh, hmm. band, but I would I would pick up uh, Swami Parthasarthi's book and uh, Ravi Ravindra's book on, uh, on on the Gita and their um, uh, analysis of it. Very very scientific, very methodical, very hmm. very contemporary, as I would call it. I would pick up the Gita. I would pick up uh, Man's Search for Meaning. Every person must read that. It's a small book, but it impacts you significantly. Mm-hmm. Man's Search for Meaning is an important book. And the third one is um, the if you have the the urge for it, the Undiscovered Self by Carl Jung. Mm-hmm. He talks about the part that you never meet. The undiscovered. The self. undiscovered self. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it'll take you on a journey in words, and there are mm-hmm. many books of the kind, and there, there, there are, but these books are my favorites because they mm-hmm. have uh, taken me to different realms. By the way, so one takes me to a spiritual realm, one takes me to the inner realm, and you know, so it's, it's these are books which have brought tremendous uh, uh, clarity mm-hmm. to my life. And what are the five things you carry with you everywhere? You travel so much so that you can. <laughs> Go out without that. I am. I live very minimally. So actually, um, my campus shoes is one, which I always oh. I'm just one brand that I never. Hmm. I mean, I, I know you also do that. You yeah, carry your own. So that and um, something that I carry always is uh, this is very personal, but I am sharing this with you. Oh. Um, this is something I've never shared with anybody. But That's now that you ask me this question, yeah, this is a gift of my uncle, who was a big mentor, my mamaji. He had um, gifted this to me. It's torn and it's sort of gone away. It's just, it's a uh, uh, little uh, thing he picked up in a temple in Gujarat uh, where you can't read it. It's a sculpture which is still there. I mean, so it's a sculpture where the sculptor is sculpting himself out of that. Mm. So this says, you are the chisel, you are the, the stone, stone and you are the sculptor. You are the stone, you are the chisel, you are the sculptor. Amazing words. And that gives me tremendous confidence. You're talking about confidence, right? Yeah. It's like I take charge of my life. So this was my gift of my uncle who passed away three years back. But so was he the same guy with NASA? Your uncle at yes, NASA? Yes, he was. Yeah, of course, I know. I know. So, so he's the guy who was like with NASA for several. He years. He was doctor, you know, Neil Armstrong's doctor, and he was he was in the US, you know, wow. and he, he's brought you know, space medicine. He was must be a pioneer of that. Yeah, and ECG. He actually brought ECG into India. Wow. And uh, you know. Lived and he was a Upanishad scholar. He was and he knew the Bible inside out. You know, he, he was talking to me about one day about Saint John's Gospel. The next day he would talk to me about Ken Upanishad. Third day he would talk to me about biochemistry and four. So he was a big, big influence in my life. And uh, he brought spirituality, science. I can philosophy. imagine this gift he has given you. It's such powerful words. Yeah. So you like never forget this. Yeah. So I carry that. Uh, and with, you know, close to the my favorite quote, which is "You can if you think you can." Right. That's what thank, it is. Uh, absolutely. And yeah. this is. Almost the same as this. Yeah. Like, don't run away from the joy of what it is. So, I think that is so what we carry this. Amazing. I carried always with me. Mm-hmm. Always. And of course, uh, you carry well, what technology do you own and what is your. Nothing. nothing. Technology. Of course, you have a phone. The phone is a boring technology. I don't even, you don't even it. consider it. disposable it. technology. Technology yeah. is, I mean, my mind, mind technology, very sophisticated idea. I mean, what Kevin Kelly talks about the technique. I mean, yeah. my thoughts are my technology that I carry. The algorithms that I carry is, is my technology. 
Wow, and we already have an operating gadget, system figured that's out. That's operating. So I I think of technology as that. It's it's that wiring that you carry, and so these are these are very dumb, cavish stuff, you know. So do you use any apps? <laughs> no, almost none, except for some news apps, which I watch because I you know BBC or stuff. I don't use. Um, so you don't use any apps. Uh, you are off social media on yeah, social media. Off social media. You are off social yeah. media. I uh, I don't have time. I'm just too lazy on those fronts, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I, you know, I value my time a lot. I mean, everything must must be based on something. It's not that I must, you know, it must be valuable, but it must have meaning in its own sense. Like this conversation is meaningful for me. Similarly, a time spent at home is meaningful for me. Times when thinking about my business or the search engine is meaningful for me. So I have limited time. I must deploy it in places that, and the in most, fact, I'm never bored. By the way, the most expensive thing in the world is time. Totally, because every second which is lost is never going to come back, and there is a limited time for everybody in this world. Totally. And I think people I just don't, that. and people just don't value it. Yeah, I value time a lot, and and my struggle is also with that. My joy is that, and my struggle is also how do I shrink it further? How do I keep it simple? How do I optimize it in a way that so how do you unwind then? Huh. Um, in silence, in my running, mm. that's my unwind. Other than that, my son and my family, my and, home. And you have now moved to Singapore, right? A few yeah, years five back. Five years so, now. Five years. So how so. does it feel like living in a in a country which is like a shopping mall? Well, I stay away from that part of Singapore. Okay. I stay around the jungles of Singapore, which is oh. the manicured jungles of Singapore. But uh, I don't go towards the shopping malls. But it is a shop, big shopping mall. But uh, Singapore is is brilliant because it's clinically amazing um, for me to feel liberated. It's like you know, where do your energies go in Singapore? Is a question. People say, "Oh, it's so sterile." It's so this. I think sterile. The sterility is good because then you will create your painting. Yeah. Because, but if that that was not sterile, I mean, Bombay, you get tired by the end of by the time you reach home. Mm. In Singapore, I'm able to go home and go for a run after that. Mm-hmm. So the sterility is beautiful because it calms me down. Mm-hmm. And Singapore is, I love going back home to Singapore because mm-hmm. it just it's silence of a different kind. Singapore is silence. There's so little noise there, mm-hmm. and noise at various levels. And uh, so there's very little theater. It's everything's predictable. So that I can become unpredictable in my own mind, <laughs> because I so don't. That's know like a thing. Living in a laboratory, you're living in a lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I can be creative in that in lab. Then I can lab. tinker around, and then I can you know fool around. My energies are not dissipated in the taps running out, and you know this happening, and the electricity going off. And so I'm able to focus my attention on something very precious, which is mm. my ideas, my family thoughts. So, if you could change one thing in your life, you know, going back, mm. you know, what would that be? change one thing or one thing which could have you think could have been acted differently in your plan yeah i would have i would have created a crisis early in my life <laughs> <laughs> very early in my life so i met recently a you know young man who's working with me now uh, who who became a field uh, entrepreneur at the age of 26 27 i'm like brilliant go deeper What's that? So he, I was coaching him. I was like, go, go, find the crisis because you got it really early, and I took seven extra years for that. So I would create a crisis very early on, so that my immunity is built up even earlier than that. And yeah. and definitely yes. Yeah, that's how vaccines work. You know, Correct. they have to give you the give you yeah, a little, little bit of the little bug. bit of that early. Even in the you know, there's an amazing story in Mahabharat. In fact, your favorite uh, book that you refer to, saying Krishna says as he goes away, saying he asks people for gifts. Saying, 
and my granddad told this to me so I'm, I'm sure it's there somewhere I haven't read that but in Mahabharat says this, you know what gift do you want and so everybody asks a little bit Kunti says give us a little bit of pain so that we don't forget what happiness is all about and I thought that's an interesting idea of saying I mean I would want my son to face his first crisis early mm-hmm. and in a very personal way so that he's able to evolve and I want to be around to help him get over that I need a wizard I have lived through wizards in my life mm-hmm. I, I, and I wish the world had more wizards I have and there was more crisis and in between a crisis and wizard you find you find that I mean looking point. at what's happening in this world with you know what's happening in Korea America India I'm sure there will be a lot of crisis coming there around and I'm sure everybody will remember you Dash and it's been a pleasure to have you on the show I've learned a lot myself all I can tell you is hopefully when we meet next, I'll have a few more answers about myself. And I hope everybody listening also are going to start discovering themselves and start searching in their own search engine. Their Thank operating you. selves. Thanks. And their operating system. systems. Thank you very much, Vishal. It's been such a joy as always. Such a joy. Such a pleasure. You energize me. Thank you. Thank Bye. You. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. Sorry to say, but there's been a slight delay due to the apocalypse having suddenly begun. As you can see, there's death, destruction and chaos taking place all around us. But don't you worry, food and drinks will be served shortly and I would recommend checking out IVM Podcasts to get some of your favorite Indian podcasts. We'll keep you going till this whole thing blows over. Thank you.